All right, Rad Dads out there, how you doing? This is Rob and Sal coming to you to talk about Halloween. Coming to you live. No, <laughs> just kidding. We're not live. This <laughs> is de- a recorded episode. We're definitely not coming to you live. We're not that good yet. I think we still stutter at least once every 30 seconds, and I go off on tangents where I can't even follow my train of thought. So, <laughs> Kind of like now. <laughs> kind of just like right then. So we're going to talk to you about Halloween. I think the first episode we're going to talk about is the kids' sugar intake. What's acceptable day-to-day? What's acceptable while you're out trick-or-treating? How do you make sure they don't try to eat half the bag? I think that's more of a thing for the younger kids. The older kids are a little bit more self-disciplined. But, Sal, what do you do to kind of monitor that? First things first, I take all the candy. I mean, when, Do you when, eat it all? When we're out trick-or-treating, you know, they, they, they want to have a piece of one or two pieces of candy. I inspect it before they're allowed to eat it. But when we get home, that's when I, I take everything. They're not allowed to touch it. They go to bed. And that's when my wife and I divvy everything up. First, we inspect everything. We make sure that every, everything is safe. Nothing is partially unwrapped. Some of the candy, you know, all the candy bars still have the air in it that's supposed to have air in it. To monitor the kids' intake, we divvy up the candy after we inspect it. We give them their bags. And they're, they are supposed to ask us each time they want a piece of candy. Trust me, we know when, when they're at it because their energy is through the roof. Um, and that's when we take the candy from them. I know, I know the people listening to this can hear the music subtly in the background. But it's actually blaring. It's in so my fucking ear. loud. <laughs> it's so loud. It's so hard to concentrate. <laughs> Oh my so what God. do you do for sugar intake? Uh, I do the same thing, very similar. Uh, while we're walking, I don't really monitor it too much. If they go to take a piece, I, I ask them to give it to me just to take a look at it. But I think most of the time what the kids want to want to eat is like lollipops while we're walking. It's typically not anything that I'm worried about. Anytime I see like something um, packaged by the house or something like I've seen people give apples before. I take it right from the kids, and I'm like, just give that to me. I, you, do you ever get money when you were a kid, like uh, a stack of nickels taped up or a stack of pennies? Yeah, I remember it. Yeah, all the time. My mom used to do that. I think when we ran out of candy, they'd <laughs> be giving out quarters, not nickels. Because <laughs> nice. do you remember? Do you remember when we were kids? There was glass apple juice bottles, like the big bottles. So my Mom used to fill that, and my dad used to fill that with, with gasoline? change. No, with change. So it would be these big glass, and I, they're not around anymore, but it used to be these big glass apple juice, and my, they would just keep them in, in the office closet. Huh. You used to rob it all the time when you wanted candy from school? Not really. They used to give me the money, so. <laughs> so now, I think when you, guys go trick or, when you guys go trick-or-treating, do you let the kids go alone, or do you guys you go with them or with friends, or how do you guys usually do it? Well... For us, the my oldest is is nine. So for me, the the oldest can't up until this year really couldn't go alone, and his brother always wants to go with him. So when it comes to that, you have a nine and a now seven year old who are going to go by themselves now. Uh, we typically go with them. We'll go typically how we've done it. So this year's a little different because one, it's COVID, and two, it's on the weekend, so it makes it a little bit different. But given COVID, do you think there's actually going to be trick-or-treating? In this state, there will be. Up until now, it sounds legitimate. That's what I keep hearing. We'll see. What Are you taking you... a piss over there? What the hell is that? Shh, damn it. Why, why you gotta tell oh, my God. It? They're still going. I'm taking the mic with me. 
<laughs> no, he's burping. <laughs> I, I, probably you guys probably can't even hear that. It's hysterical. Uh, now, what age will you let your kids go alone? My nine-year-old's been riding his bike, not alone, but I mean, pretty much alone, and go meet up to friends' houses, go to different friends' houses. I don't. I think if not this year, it'll be next year. For me, so last year when we went out, we went out. So after school, we would go out at almost at like three, three thirty. So I always take off Halloween. Always. How many years do you have it where you can take your kids and, and right. go trick or treating? I mean, you're talking ten years is probably the cutoff. Eleven, maybe twelve, probably definitely done. See, I, I was I would go to work in the morning because I leave the house five thirty, and made it a point to be home um, when the kids were were back from school. Or when they were younger, they did the Halloween parade around the school. Yep. I would uh, I would attempt to make those as well. Same with me. I think the one year I did miss it, but then I started either working from home in the morning or just taking the day. Sometimes it's just easier to take the day off, to, to be honest, than try to navigate around the multiple th- events that the kids are having. That's my wife's favorite call it a holiday. She loves Halloween. Loves the fall, lo- lo- loves Halloween. So she loved it because of the kids, or she always loved it? Oh, she always loved it. Okay. Always loved it. All right. Especially especially the sexy getup that she wears. <laughs> oh, I hope you listen to this episode. I really, really do. <laughs> so I think for me, we take the kids out at three, and then my younger son would want to go out. So we always went out with my older son's friends. Then my younger son would want to go out. If he saw one of his friends passing by or just wanted to go out by himself, he'd go out maybe like for an hour at most and we my older son would do the same he'd go out maybe 30 minutes and we'd walk around either me or my wife would literally just jump because of the witch that just made a noise and we'd go out for an extra like 30 minutes but one somebody would always be at the house to kind of man the candy so that we could give candy out to, see that's to something we always missed because we would go out trick-or-treating we'd always miss the kids coming to the house but my mother-in-law would be there handing out the candy uh the one time she got so fed up with getting getting up and going to the door, we got home. There was a bowl outside. She asked us, my wife said, "What what the hell is this?" She goes, "I don't know." We go inside and we ask her mom. Her mom's like, "I got tired of getting up, dancing the door, so I put the bowl of candy out." At your old house or a new one? No, my old house. But it's fun. We uh, typically go with as soon as the kids get out of school, and probably do a couple hours. And if we're with a group of people. Maybe do like a pizza at somebody's house and then maybe get another hour of trick-or-treating. My kids are crazy because they count the amount of pieces of candy that they have and they call their cousins, oh my God, I got a hundred pieces of candy and blah, blah, blah. So I, I say to myself, that hundred pieces of candy is probably going to go down to like 30 after well, you go to sleep. What do you do with that? What do you do with the candy? Do you throw it out? Well, I mean, after we inspect it, the stuff that is, is garbage-worthy is garbage-worthy, especially candy corn. N- nobody should eat candy corn. That stuff is just atrocious. It's disgusting. My wife has some around here. It's, I'm looking to see if you can actually see I, it. But I don't know who invented candy corn, but it looks like a freaking orange and yellow suppository. I'll one-up you. Those stupid pumpkins, those sugar pumpkins... Do you know which ones I'm talking about? No. I'll find them, but they're like the sugar pumpkins or the peanut. Like, oh, is that what you were gonna buy my kids the other day? No, I was gonna buy your kids like Milky Ways and Snickers and leave them at your house. That would have been much better solution. <laughs> my daughter loves candy corn. 
Dude, it is gross. I, I don't mind candy corn. I got a point. I'll look up the two things I'm talking about. They're five times worse. Oh. The little pumpkins are disgusting. They're just pure sugar, which I guess is better than the peanuts. Like the peanuts is like a toffee. I remember when we were kids and like if you got them, you're like, right, ran the garbage. garbage. So the reason I'm asking what you do with, with the candy is because we typically, I think we do, we typically donate the candy to the armed forces. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I, I think so. I think do the boss does that. I'm not sure, but... Are you going to get a nod? I don't know. No, she, she didn't look. She just hightailed it fast. She, she going to pee? No. She, nope, just, nope. she completely hightailed it into the bedroom. She probably fell asleep upstairs putting the kids to bed. So that's what we typically do. Or we take majority, about 80 to 90%, and, and donate to the armed forces. There's no reason the kids should have that much candy ever. I, listen... I grew up with no, no candies, no sweets in my house. That's just the, just the way my parents were. My kids have plenty of sweets. My my wife enjoys, you know, whatever, chocolate chip muffins. Wouldn't, my kids have a lot more sweets than I ever did. Didn't grow up with sweets in your house, but your mom is a phenomenal baker. Yeah, but we... So, this is true, but we didn't have, like, Milky Way, Snickers, whatever. We My mom would bake, and we'd have cookies for days, and she would make a plethora of cookies for for the holidays and as a good italian boy i'd go deliver it to every freaking house in the neighborhood except so yours except no we had <laughs> believe me there was still plenty left over so yeah but we didn't grow up with it there was nothing like no no candy no junk food no. yeah no my house dude i think the only sweet thing we had in the house was uh, you yes yes how'd you know rob <laughs> uh does have a sister but i strategically avoided that <laughs> good choice uh growing up i think for dinner time we had uh iced tea we used to get the Shoprite brand of iced tea i mean it was pure sugar absolute pure sugar but then that went away but we really had no uh oh you know what i'm lying the stella doro cookies with the chocolate uh, so we didn't have turd those. in the middle yeah, yeah i know what you want i know what you're talking fantastic, about fantastic man i love those that, but that was about it. No, but no, no Snickers or anything. Uh, no, I think sort. the the biggest sweet we had in the house was like a Fig Newton. I really think so. I think that was like the most like Fig Newton. Yeah, Fig Newtons. Do you remember those? Yeah. So I, I never think the, had them as a kid though. Oh, and you know what the other thing we we had was Kudos bars. So that was a snack for us. So like a granola bar. Oh, okay. So Kudos bars were a granola bar with chocolate. Sometimes, so sometimes just pure granola, and then if I'm recalling this correct. And then like a chocolate layer on top over it. This year, Halloween's on a Saturday. What's your guys' plans? So we we, we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know if any houses are going to participate in um, oh in trick or, you know. Apparently, know. this house is. It's all over social media. We're throwing a table up front. Oh, look at that! Party at the uh, so party at Rob's house. <laughs> someone posted our address on oh boy. on social media. So the I, party's over here. I know there's a, a Facebook group. Uh, somebody created a Facebook group to 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 advertise which houses are participating in, in um, Halloween. But we were invited to a pig roast. So my wife said, what do we want to do? Do we want to take the chance of Halloween not being Halloween or do we want to go to a pig roast? I'll take a pig roast. Yeah, what about your kids? What do they want to do? They're coming to the pig roast. We're going to trick-or-treat at the house. Hey, kids, look, there's a pig roast in the backyard. (laughs) 
Let's go have some fun. Oh my god, that's too funny. We're gonna throw uh we're gonna block off our driveway, throw up a table, uh put the put the treats out there, separate them out so they're separated far enough so the kids aren't like reaching into anything. And then we're gonna hang out. That sounds like have, a good idea. I, have, I maybe have a couple of drinks. I told my wife I was gonna I was gonna open the garage door and put up an orange fence at the edge of my driveway. And when I see people come by, I would use a slingshot and try and get the slingshot. I thought you were going to say potato gun. No. Jolly Ranchers yeah. slingshot it into their buckets. No? Not a good idea? <laughs> I thought you were saying you were going to throw, start throwing... Uh, a potato gun? Yeah, no potato gun, no fire fireworks? <laughs> no, no fireworks. You're done no with those? <laughs> yeah. Apparently my neighbor doesn't like it. She called the cops on us. We talked about Halloween, the day of, what, what you're going to do. What about the day before Halloween, that night? Goosey night? What? Goosey night? What the hell is that? That's that's what the people in this town call it. See, I, I grew up, I, I, I've heard many uh, uh, variations of what that night is called. I've heard mischief night. I've heard goosey night. I've heard cabbage night. Um, those, are, those are really the only three I've heard. Never heard of anything else, but as a kid... We look forward. I mean, I was I was gung ho for Cabbage Night, dressed all in black. Oh yeah, black mask, go out with you know with eggs. But there was always that myth about the uh, the egg mobile, but never saw it. Everybody said there's a truck that comes around town, guy hanging out the back and throwing eggs at everybody, but never really saw the egg mobile. But it was uh, it was fun. Kid created a little uh, mischief. Do you ever put a, a potato in a sock? A potato and a sock. For what? No. They used to do flower socks, right? Yeah. You hit your friends with the flower sock? Yeah. Some freaking Mama Luke one year put a potato in a sock. Got somebody good. Oh, yeah. That does not sound like fun. No, we didn't do that. We we were pretty mild. And I only think I went out like one or two years. My mom wasn't big on letting us out to do that. The one or two years we went, we would launch launch eggs into from the woods into a main street and just hope they'd hit a car one year it stopped and guy just screeched his brakes and we booked we didn't wait long enough to see what happened <laughs> i mean for the most part we didn't really do much we toilet paper some people's houses that we knew we it was always somebody we knew that we were toilet paper their houses we didn't do any of the baloney some people do baloney. that yeah you throw baloney on a on a car and the paint job comes off or something like really? that. Really? Never heard of that. I, I don't know. I don't know I if mean, it's we true. Were, uh, just a, a shaving cream and uh, eggs yeah, shaving and, cream. and the flower socks. Yeah. No, shaving cream and eggs, too. We'd wipe out uh, ShopRite of Barbasol. <laughs> the best one. <laughs> the, che- the cheapest shaving cream. I, 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 used, I converted from uh, Gillette gel to Barbasol. Did you? Nice, clean shave. The gel is... A lot more expensive. How, how often are you shaving these days? Uh, twice a day. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, he has a full beard. <laughs> so, so you realize that if you've seen any of the Instagram posts. Uh, that's right. We do have some photos of us on there. Yep. So now, do you take any of your kids' candy, like personally? I know you said before you donated it to Armed Forces. So w- what we do is after we go through everything and determine what, what, what is garbage and, and what is not, whatever is left... We'll, we kind of know what the kids like. Some some like hard candy, some like the chocolates, and we'll divvy it up that way. But then I'll just take a ton to work, and I'll put I'll bring a bowl to work, and I'll just let people f- feed off of it for weeks. 
Well, I'll have my own private little stash. Uh, I'm a sucker for Reese's. Everyone, so am I. But typically what we'll leave the kids with whatever they have. And typically what they don't eat is like the hundred grand, the whatchamacallits, the take five, I think. Like anything that's like a little bit nutty. Yeah, nutty, a little bit too complex. So that's that's good stuff. Yeah, exactly. I'll, I'll take that. Heath bars. Heath bars, yeah. So talking about the Reese's peanut butter cups, have you ever made a s'more with a Reese's peanut butter cup? No. No. You warm up your marks. Same same concept yeah. as a regular s'more. Instead of the Hershey's chocolate, use a peanut a, a Reese's peanut butter cup. Oh my god. Fantastic. Nice. Absolutely fantastic. Now, 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 since it's Halloween, do you watch any movies with, with, with the kids? Any Halloween movies? No. I did. Kids Halloween movies? No, probably not. I don't think I've watched some. I think we've watched, like... You're easy with the organ over there. Jesus Christ, we're trying to do a podcast. It's pretty loud in the microphone. <laughs> it's, it's showing up pretty, pretty high volume. May have to normalize that. We've watched Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus. Was that a series or a movie? No, a movie with Bette Miller. It's old. It's from when like we were kids. Bette Miller. You guys never watched Spookly the Square Pumpkin? No, I don't even know what that is. You guys gotta watch that. The kids will love it. <laughs> my kid, my kid, it's not, it's not scary. Yeah. It's, it's a cartoon. It's a, it's a cute cartoon for the kids. We've watched, I've watched The Addams Family with the kids. Cartoon. Hotel Transylvania. So we've Come watched on. those. No Casper. The Friendly Ghost. We watched... The Adams Family, the cartoon. We've watched The Adams Family, but it's not really Halloween-ish. I guess it, I guess you could call it Halloween. We watched Casper, I believe. I think we watched both Casper, um, the cartoon and and the one with Christina Ricci. Oh, she was in Adams yes. Family too. She was in Casper yeah. and Adams Family. Well, not not the cartoon, the, no, no, the yeah. live action, yeah. uh, the movie. Yes. Yeah, and we watched Hotel Transylvania. Yeah, we've watched some of those things, but nothing like we're not watching Halloween. We're not watching Friday the Thirteenth. Like, no, come on, stuff Jason, like that. not Nightmare on Elm Street. No, or what, what's the other one that was a goof? Um, Scream. Yeah, Scream. I know what you did last summer. Yes, that was that was the one I was thinking of. <laughs> those those are classics. The kids wouldn't like that. No. No? <laughs> no, definitely not. Even the Halloween series? Definitely not. There's that. Uh, so speaking of Halloween series, so one year um, when I still lived at home, a friend of ours dressed up as Mike Myers. Mask. He had the, uh, the uh, mechanics one-piece uh, jumpsuit on. I had just left the house. Uh Closed the garage door. And as I was closing the garage door, I had no idea this family friend hopped the fence and went into my garage where my mother was. Scared the daylights out of my mother. My mother was throwing everything. The wooden Italian slippers, the broom. <laughs> so finally he took his mask off. Try to do something else then too. <laughs> Try to do whatever else she still had. I thought, I thought my mother was gonna have a heart attack. It was pre- it was pretty. Co- she thought it was me. It was pretty comical. She she obviously didn't know what the hell I was wearing that day. It wasn't that. What else? What other movies do you watch with the kids? Anything else? Because those are real kitty. Like those are pretty. I mean, as far as Halloween. Yeah, Halloween stuff. Uh, 
nothing, nothing. Uh, the most like borderline, nothing borderline. No, no, because uh, then, then they're gonna wind up in my freaking bed at, at night. You know, uh, nightmares. I know. Stuff. I was just curious if if well, some it, kids enjoy it. Well, my kids are scared of cats. Look up troll, mo- uh, troll, troll monsters, troll hunters. I think it's called. My daughter's watching it. Yeah, we watch that. So I was watching it with my daughter the other day, and my wife's like, "You're watching a possessed person." And demons and witchcraft. I was like, "Honey, it's a freaking cartoon. Relax." She's not look. She's not looking at. She's not looking at it like you are. She's just looking at it as a damn cartoon, and, and she loves it. My obviously, my oldest daughter. My my other my other two can't. They 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 could care less about it. My two watch it. Oh yeah, we've watched all of it, and there's some like additional like add-ons what, with is it, it too. A series? Yeah, there's a couple seasons, and then there's another. I don't know, successor. It's not. It's not another season. It's almost um, like a spinoff, I guess you would call it. Of like, it's it involves Merlin somehow, and it's it's pretty cool. But the kids love it. Yeah. Yeah. They they very much I enjoy mean, it. I, I was I was okay with it. My, apparently, my wife she was uh, she wasn't too into it with the uh, you know demons and the. Uh, trust me, there's nothing happening. There's a hellhound over there, or something else going on. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I don't know if you guys could hear it, but there's in, in the music, it's like <gasps> there's a very heavy breathing going on from south side of the table. <laughs> I don't know what's going on here. Just so everybody knows, we got a plexi piece of plexiglass between Rob and I. <laughs> it's tinted, so he can't see what I'm doing. <laughs> we'll come back to you with a uh, bourbon review and a dad lesson. All right, we're going to start with the dad lesson. The dad lesson. For this episode, we wanted to keep it al- aligned with the theme of this episode, Halloween, is take the time to go to your kids' Halloween parades and to go trick-or-treating with them. If it's a day off, work from home, leave work early, because it means a lot more to them than you actually believe it does. And believe me, it goes quick, and you want to spend that time with them and enjoy those years when you can. I agree 100%. Take, All right. take that day off, spend that time with them, and go to their parade. Maybe even help help them pick out their costume or get dressed. There it you go. Is, it goes quick. It goes really, really quick. Does. Really, really quick. So the we will transition over to what bourbon we're tasting tonight. So the bourbon we're tasting tonight is called Breckenridge Bourbon Whiskey. It is High Rye Mash Bill. It is an award-winning high-ride bourbon whiskey, aged a minimum of three years, and charred new American oak barrels and blended to reveal unique qualities of the bourbon whiskey. Deep honey amber hue with pronounced aromas of butterscotch, candy orange, and apple. Dry, is that cocoa? Cacao. Cacao. <laughs> and brown sugar enveloped. This is my favorite statement. So I was reading this before, before right? So I'm going to reread this. Dry cacao and brown sugar envelop the tongue as the spirit lingers with notes of vanilla and white pepper. I love that verbiage. Envelops the tongue. Envelops the tongue. Interesting. So the so the proof is 86. For, is it 43%? Yeah. 43 alcohol by volume. 43% alcohol by volume. Aged three years, like I said before. Uh, mash bill high rye mash bill awards so i opened up the site and it's incredible if you go to the breckenridge distillery there are a ton of awards for this for this bourbon 
it has won Best American Blended from 2016 to 2019. I don't know about who won in 2020. It may have won and just not updated the site. But in my notes, I say it's won that Blended American, uh, Best American Blended between that time frame and a shitload of other awards. So if you want to know, I mean, literally about 20 awards. A shitload. A shitload. The color is a honey amber hue. Price point is about $50 to $60. So the nose and aroma. For me, the nose, the aroma is very light. I don't feel it. It's not in your face smell. What they say on their site is not what I smell. I don't know what the hell Sal's doing over there. Sounds like he's I'm, doing I'm something. Try, I'm trying to clear my nasal passage. Trying to clear your throat. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> so I smell a little sweetness. Interesting thing is when I taste it, it is sweet. I get a little bit of um, vanilla, but I get that white pepper. That white pepper is intense. I get a little bit of burn, but there's no burn going down. It's actually a very nice bourbon to me and i will stop and let sal give me his overall review and if you can opt to let me give the rating first or you can Uh, i'm just going to give a uh, word of advice here don't put your nose too close to the bourbon when you're trying to sniff it oh no (laughs) it burns (laughs) it burns as far as aroma I, I get the butterscotch. I definitely get the butterscotch. Uh, I, I'm not sure about the candied orange or or the apples. De- definitely, uh, definitely on the on the uh, butterscotch uh, tasting. It is definitely a smooth smooth bourbon. A uh, little, little bit of a burn at, at, at the lips, but it it definitely mellows out. Um, a lingering. I'm gonna say it's a. Uh, um, Lingering, lingering with a little bit of oak, right? You get that oak? A little bit. Hold on. I get the burn lingering in my mouth longer, and, and not down in, into your chest. Just <laughs> you get the burn lingering in your mouth. Just sitting in my mouth. <laughs> Maybe I should go get tested. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hold on. Let's get back to the bourbon. Um, oh, he's got, he's got the air. It's smooth, lingering flavor in his mouth. That's what he has. <laughs> it envelops your tongue. <laughs> uh, I don't get the brown sugar. Um, Me neither. But definitely, like butterscotch at the nose. Um, I get the 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 lingering oak taste. Wow, and the after the aftertaste of cacao, definitely or cocoa however cacao the cacao potato potato tomato tomato <laughs> whatever your preference <laughs> is uh, they say they say vanilla i don't know i think this is the first bourbon i've tasted that i haven't mentioned i get the vanilla flavor you don't, or, you don't or taste scent. the vanilla i don't i don't either i definitely get the cacao 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 toki toki and cacao cacao don't work <laughs> That used to be our uh, our call in the woods. I I enjoy it though. It's not a it's it it's not a complex taste either though. No, it, it, it's definitely an easy sipper. Um, we are tasting the bourbon neat, no ice cubes. I think I converted Rob because yeah, when I it. first met Rob, Rob was 
Big into ball ice balls. <laughs> big into balls. <laughs> big into ice balls. Sorry. I wanted to make a clarification there. <laughs> if he's big into balls, I don't know anything about that. <laughs> but he was he was a, a one cube guy. And now he's a... Now I he's, still am, but... Now he's a neat guy. For taste for these tastings I'll do it neat, I think for me the while I'm drinking it in company or or even just home having having a bourbon, I'll I'll throw an ice cube in there. It opens did, up a little bit. Did you do price point on this? I said fifty to sixty. Okay. The, so I missed that. My apologies, my friend. My apologies. The person in the background didn't like it though. Yeah, She's I screaming. Know. She's screaming. Don't don't mind her. So I'm gonna give you my rank for this. Um, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna rank it at a seven point three. That's pretty high for you. Yeah, I, I like it. It is a nice uh, it is a nice taste in bourbon. One thing, I, did you mention that it uh, it's made? This whiskey is made with snow melt water. Snow melt water from the Rocky Mountains. No, I did not mention that. So oh, if you, you don't know. Hey, just so you know, Rob did the Rob did the research on this one. That's why it's lacking on information. So, if you don't know, Breckenridge is a ski resort in Colorado, on the west side of the of the Rockies. I'm very familiar with Breckenridge, so I kind of glossed over the fact that the distillery is in the Rockies. Yes, and it uses white snow melt, not yellow. That's why it's a honey amber, not a deep amber. <laughs> So you got a 7.3. That's actually it's really high for you. So Blade and Bow, you had a five at a 5.7. I had a neato. I like this. But not as much? No, but I think I gave some some high rankings early on. So I'm trying to level out my rankings. Yeah, kind of like Buffalo Trace. I think you gave like an 11. No, Buffalo Trace, I get a 7.5. This is definitely going to be better than Buffalo Trace, but I gave seven. I gave Smoke Wagon a 7.7, 7, and I like this better, or just about... Oh, you like man. this better than the Smoke Wagon? Really? Yeah, I don't know. It's close. I like the Eagle Rare more than the Smoke Wagon, though. I did rank, Really? Yeah, wow. I like the Eagle okay. Rare better. I'm going to give this... It's right in that same range. So Smoke Wagon, Eagle Rare. I like the Elijah Craig just as much as I like the Eagle Rare. Because for me, it's about what, what you can sip on a normal basis. So I I can't sip. I didn't feel like Smoke Wagon I could sip on a normal basis. I felt Elijah Craig and Eagle Rare I could. It's also the price point. I think I'm going to give this a 7. I'm going to give it a 7.6. Seven, 7.6. Six. Seven, six. Wow. Right. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to come up I I think it's better than Buffalo Trace. It's right around the Elijah Craig Smoke Wagon Eagle Rare, but I feel I feel falls short of uh of the Boogie Whip. So there is one that 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 that's all we're done with the Breckenridge, right? Mm-hmm. So there is one bourbon that we haven't reviewed yet, which happens to be one of my all-time favorites. What is that? It's it's one that is hard to come by, and they just dropped they're, they're the most recent. So it is a High West Distillery bourbon. It's uh, a Midnight Winter's Dram. Act 8 is out. 
I happen to have a bottle, and so do you. That is, we haven't we haven't reviewed that yet. That is one of my all-time favorites. So it is a rye, and it is fantastic. I've had Act Seven, I've had Act Six, and Act Five. So each year, if you're not familiar with with uh, the the bourbon, each year they release a new version of their bourbon, and each year it's a different act. So this year is Act Eight. Last year was Act Seven, and the years before that, so on and so forth. But if how long does it age? Do you know? I don't know. I don't know the particulars. The only thing I do know is that is, is it delicious. It's, it's delicious. It's one of my favorites. If you haven't tried it, I highly recommend. It, it is a little pricey. I am going to warn you. It is pricey. Right now, Act Eight. I've seen it anywhere from. to $150. So if you can get it at $80, it is a steal. That's the cheapest I've seen it. Look, even the cat cat agrees with me. If you can get it for $80, by all means, jump on it. It is a fantastic bourbon. You will not be disappointed. It is delicious. We had... You still have a bottle from last year, don't you? Actually, I got two. One, one, one. I got a little bit uh, left in, um, and I, got, I still got a full one. Um, but uh, yeah. And to jump back on Halloween, if you guys are into anyone listening into mysteries of the universe, such as the paranormal, aliens, conspiracies, cryptozoology. I had to look up that word. I didn't know what it meant. Urban legends, monsters, demons, occult and strange occurrences check out bro podcast by nick and rob they got some pretty awesome shit it's uh interesting stuff um i used to work my previous life i worked overnights for for a, a hot second and there's this guy on am radio called george nori coast to coast and this is the stuff i used to listen to <laughs> ufos and aliens really it's yeah oh, dude it, it's 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 interesting stuff. They used to talk about Area Fifty One. Uh, people would call into the show with all kinds of stories. It is it, it really interesting stuff. And they actually, these guys aren't from around here, uh, the Ohio guys. And they actually talked about a uh, road in New Jersey. I most, saw that. Yeah, yeah. Did, are you gonna listen to it? Because uh, I'm I, not. I'm gonna probably shit my pants if I listen to it. <laughs> I've actually been down that road. It, Have you? I started listening to their podcast. Uh, uh, that particular podcast, and I, I believe in my teenage years, I was down that road. Pretty, I, pretty cool. Yeah, I was gonna listen to that that episode in particular because obviously it resonates. But there's definitely some cool shit that they that they cover as part of their podcast. And even if you're not into it, li- listen, everyone kind of likes the conspiracy theories, right? Most people kind of get into it. You're not gonna like every single one, but there's a bunch they have. I don't know, hundred over a hundred episodes or something yeah. like that. Yep. There's a there's something for everyone on there, and listen, maybe not every every episode is going to be for you. Maybe you're kind of a wuss like me. I was going to use a different word, but I decided I'll keep it somewhat clean, and don't really like the scary stuff or the stuff that's going to give you nightmares. I would listen to their stuff that's you know just kind of conspiracy theory. They're it's interesting. They, I watch it on History Channel, so why not listen to them? There, there's. I, I think I forgot. I, they mentioned uh, famous murders, 
did I say demons? Demons and monsters? You did say Demon and Monsters, I believe. But, but check, check them out; they got some pretty cool stuff on there. Yeah, they can be found on any anywhere their podcast is is listened to, and we'll throw it in the liner notes too, a link so everyone can can check them out. All ten of our listeners, maybe twenty now. Woohoo! Look Ooh. at that! Look at that! All Moving right, up in the world. Happy Halloween! Thank you very much for listening. Be sure to tune into our next episode. If you like what you heard, share with someone you like or maybe dislike. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, iTunes, Podbeam, Google Cast, Pandora, YouTube, your sister's ass, and Spotify. Be sure to smash that subscribe and follow button, too. If you have any questions or comments or want to give us some feedback, you can hit us up at the Rad Dad Show at gmail.com.